0: Happy Sunday. I hope you guys are having a fabulous weekend so far. Today, I am here with the fabulous Jasmine Brand. She is the founder of Friday Morning Coffee Chats in Her Texas. Jasmine, I'm so excited you're here today.
1: Hey, Madison. Thanks so much for having me on. Scorpio for
0: yeah. sister. Yes! <laughs> um, so, Jasmine, just paint us a picture of what Her Texas is, and then we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, so thanks so much for having me on, Madison. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur based in Dallas, Texas. And over the last couple of years, I've gotten the opportunity to meet so many incredible female founders around the state of Texas and realize that the women in the state are doing some amazing stuff, but we just don't have um, a lot of opportunities to connect because the state is so huge. And so social media helps. You know, we can go and try to find each other, but I think we just needed a clear way. So for the last couple of years, I've been building out a platform, um, and I, I would say it's, it's, it goes a step further than a community. It's what I would call an ecosystem, meaning there's all kind of really cool stuff happening in, in this ecosystem, and that the magic that happens from that, it could be inside the state, outside the state. And so it's an ecosystem where, whether you've been in Texas for one day or you've been here your whole life, that it can kind of give you a navigation or roadmap to to figure out what place you have in the state and also to find other really cool women that are doing interesting stuff too. And we currently don't have anything like that. And because... We have such big states here and big cities here and so many people. It's hopefully going to be kind of a roadmap for a a woman, whether she's uh, a business owner or just someone looking to get connected with other women.
0: Yeah, and I absolutely love that because I was talking to you before we started recording this about how I'm still in college and... I'm a very goal oriented so even just within my college ecosystem it's really hard to find like-minded women or other projects other fabulous women entrepreneurs are working on Um, so I think it's amazing that you're creating this in um, Texas already and you're working hard on it but I'm sure with quarantine and everything going on it's been really hard to keep that project going at the full force that it was originally going at So I love the way that you pivoted to do these Friday morning coffee chats. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: But I would say my pivots were actually a good thing because um, I did, I had planned to launch in June and I'm glad I got to slow down because I started to realize I hadn't really flushed out everything as I needed to. I was really rushing and true uh, overachiever mode and trying to get it out, right? Like it was this big thing to hurry up and get it out. And so COVID definitely made me slow down all areas of my life, but also the business that I was working on too. And I just started listening and, and talking having conversations because I didn't have to rush around and do so much stuff. I was able to really have a lot of really important conversations with women to tell me what they were looking for. Some things that I had overlooked when I was, was looking to build this, you know, in the beginning, it was gonna be just kind of like this platform um, and, and a site, if you will, but my goal in everything I work on um, is to, to think of it from the brand perspective and that everything has, has life, um, that, that even a website, you know, what's behind the website. And so her texts over the last six to eight months has definitely taken on um, a more intense um, role and it, my messaging has changed because of COVID. So I'm thankful. It's definitely been challenging. I've gained weight, not even a lot of <laughs> medicine, but. <laughs> but i have and me eating i've also used the time to to really get to the heart of what i wanted to do and i would say you know my background's in marketing and and um i think the the best brands and that's why i love full horizon the best brands have the life force behind them and, and they're not just about the product or about the site or the community but about something much bigger
0: oh i love that that is i feel like that is such a powerful statement that it isn't always about the product. It's about <clears throat> like the branding mission behind it all. And you're here connecting so many incredible women together. So what has been the most challenging part to starting this and just keeping the momentum going?
1: You know, I think the biggest challenge for me has always been discipline um, because I'm a creative and, and I, I am creatives. I think you, you are excited by the ideas and excited by the, the way you feel when you create something and see it actually come to fruition. But, but the things that make a successful business are execution. Like you can have as many ideas as you want, but if the execution isn't there, then you'll just have a lot of ideas. And so for me, being very disciplined has always been a challenge for me since the first business I started because that part sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's actually actual detail piece of it and the operations of it and, the, and the financial i hate that like it's the piece i hate and in the beginning stages of when i started my first business it was i put it off you know or i gave it to someone else to do but as a ceo of your business and your life honestly you you don't have to be an expert at things but you have to at least know what you're re- reviewing you can't hand things off especially if, if you are the woman or is that the charge if like if you're creating a destiny for other people through your products, through your platforms, or through your employees. Like you have to basically be the one to set, that knows what's going on. And that part is not the most fun for me. And so I've seen where I've had success is when I was able to buckle down and be very serious about it or bring in people that maybe were able to help me where I was had a deficit um, during COVID uh i've had nothing to do but focus on it but even still though i can get very distracted and so me saying okay when i wake up every day and say these three things are gonna get done before i start anything else has been the most effective for me because the minute i start opening emails or going on social media it's a wrap so and part of those list of three things is one thing for myself because we ourselves are really uh horrible about promoting sometimes ourselves and putting ourselves first i just think that's because a lot of us are caregivers and we actually sincerely do care about would want to tell their stories but there's nothing more powerful for any female founder than her story because usually there's something intrinsic about the reason why she started it um you know for me her text is about giving women the freedom and the independence and the for their voice to be heard and we um one of the things we were talking about with um my team on it was that we're really pro-voice and what i say by that is that We already have the voice, but some of us need the permission to know that we have it and we actually are independent. We were free to do whatever we want to But because of society and just life in general, we sometimes are afraid to use our voice And to to think from a freedom perspective. So the more discipline I've instilled in my life, the more freedom that I actually have. It's just like working out right when I get my meals prepared then I can I I don't have to think about it. I'm free to, to do whatever I want. But that discipline is 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 hor- it's a hard thing to do. But if you can nail that piece of that, your business will be will be will be on the right path.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful. And I like how you said that it's pro you're pro-voice. And I think that's really important because as women in corporations, there's often this thing of like mansplaining, and you constantly hear just like women not speaking up at the table. So mm-hmm. how do you kind of structure that? Or like, how do you recommend women to find that voice to speak up and have that confidence? Because I'm, for me personally, that's been something I've been learning. Um, and I'm sure a lot of women listening right now are still trying to struggle through.
1: You know, what's interesting is we all have it, but we have each, all of us have these fears inside of us. And we're sometimes women are so worried about what other people think. The way I've gotten around it is is having knowing that I have women that have my back. So that even if I make mistakes, because I've said really stupid stuff, and Matt said I've had really horrible businesses, like things that have failed and done Mm -hmm. things and and made huge business mistakes that are very embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they pop up on those memories on Facebook. I'm like, oh gosh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, But I've also had a lot of wins. But regardless of that, whether I've made a dollar or made a six figures, that I know that there's supportive women that have got my back. And I think knowing that you're not alone is really helpful because sometimes you think, oh, if I say something, are people gonna think something about me? No, there's probably eight other people that, that agree with you and are waiting for you to say something about it. I always think about sharing my voice and in, in, in the way, and even right now with the, you know, this year has been really heated from a political standpoint. And I always say like, I have friends and colleagues of all different affiliations but the things that bind us together are things like compassion, empathy, and grace. And so if I have those three things, when I give the feedback or when I respond, then I'm usually okay. Doesn't mean everyone's going to like my opinion, but if I leave with compassion, empathy, and grace, that, that means I'm not, I'm not coming from a judgmental perspective um, and I'm not trying to, to be a know-it-all. And that's a lot of mansplaining, right? That comes from insecurity, yeah. you know? And you can't fix that. But if you leave with those three things and you know you're not alone, then I think that can give you some of that confidence that you need. But ultimately, your voice is 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 needed and wanted, right? And so a lot of times we're all waiting to hear it. Uh, it's, usually, it's usually our own doubts and our fears that keep us from sharing more.
0: Yeah. And we were even talking before the show about how we're trying to kind of do the story behind our personal businesses and putting ourselves out there and like, it's easy for people to see this podcast, for instance, and be like, wow, like, look, she's doing that, Um, but there's days where it's hard to put your story out there, it's hard to show up on social media, and we even talked about how hard that is, so how have you went around, like, that initial, really nervous of posting on social media about Mm -hmm. your story, and that awkwardness behind it all?
1: Yeah, you know, I... I would say that I'm not an expert by, by any means. In (laughs) fact, I need to post more. I'm really private person. So posting is is challenging for me. And also too, because I've had an agency, I'm used to posting for other people. So I never have thought about myself that way. But I also know if you have a company now and you're not leading with your brand, you're really not taking advantage of all these free tools. You know, about 20 years ago, when people were doing what we're trying to do, they didn't have all this stuff. They had to do it the old school way, right? Call yeah. people. <laughs> I mean, do, <laughs> and they still have billboards, but they didn't have something that, you know, at the finger, at your fingertips that you could, you could use. And so it's really about seizing opportunities. You've got a free platform that literally you don't have to do anything to, to use it and you know most people don't have a budget right marketing budget so that's how i get over it it's like okay here's my end goal and i think this comes back to goal setting like i want to achieve this by february 15th well looking at my my options to to, to achieve that if i have this free platform that will be a part of that then why not use it that way like as a business owner you don't really have a choice it's part of your job is to show your is to to show up and talk about your company in today's world, like I think back in this old school days, it wasn't that same. It literally was all about the product. But now personal branding has become this big trend about 10 years ago, 10 or 12 years ago. So your brand and who you are as a female founder is integrated. So if you're not posting about yourself or posting about you as part of that brand, then you're actually impacting your future sales.
0: Like I just admire everything that you do so much mm. and all like the advice that you have given me um through the short amount of time that we have known each other but overall like what are three things that you want people to take away from this to really kind of strive for when they go into 2021 starting that new year off
1: you know um I think we have we're at an interesting time with this new year so the here's one of the cool things like number one would be most of us, unless you're just a Scrooge or a B-I-T-C-H, are entering <laughs> 21 with optimism and hope. Like most of us are saying, this year was so bad that all of us are hoping that the next year is a good thing. So, from a sales perspective, from getting from um, contacting people, say, Hey, I want to be on your show, or from Hey, I'd like you to carry my line, or Hey, I'd love to partner with you, this is a time where people I feel like are, are hopeful and open to things. So, I think taking advantage of opportunities based on pure hope and optimism, I think is probably another one thing um, about where we are now and thinking about 2021 is that this is a great time to, to not, uh, I guess, to seize opportunities when it comes to um, next year. I also think too, and we talked about this a little bit, is like giving yourself time to achieve goals. Like Instagram is one of those things where it can appear to be, you know, everyone's doing really well. Now, there are people who are really popping right now and doing amazing. I'd say that's probably 2% of, of what you're seeing. Most people don't know what they're going to post about. Most people um, are using multiple filters for their stuff. Nothing, no shade on that. But like, they're not waking up amazing. Some of your girls who are the boss babes are not, they're not excited. Like you said earlier, Madison, there's days when you're like, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> Where I'm exhausted, right? Yeah. Uh, so you've got to have a reason to do things. So I would say... The number two thing is to, to give yourself time to achieve goals and, and like the goals you set for yourself are very important to stay, to stay firm with those so that if you get these external distractions that they don't get you off kilter. Because one of the things about Instagram and social media is you'll start to get a lot of offers and a lot of ideas and stuff. And it's hard, I call it shiny ball syndrome. It's like, it's hard to stay focused on it. But as I discussed earlier about this discipline, right? The discipline of sticking with something it's something regardless of the age you have, the age you are, or how long you've been in business. Uh, I've started several businesses um, and and still have this challenge because in, naturally as a creative and somebody who's an ideas person, you get very excited. But um, it leads me to my third point is execution of everything. If you can only do one thing fantastically, do that one thing. Now, if you've got a team and you've got some money, then you can afford to build out different strategies and to to do lots of different things but i know for me i'm starting a new venture so i treat it like it's a brand new business with no money yeah uh, so I, and that's how i'm thinking of it right so therefore i have to like bootstrap that thing and like um you can't you don't have the luxury to go spend and have huge budgets uh so then i'm gonna take my time and i tell you this too madison it's very hard for me to say that because i i do i like to set goals i like to to, to put stuff out but I want to do things the right way. And I also want to give myself a chance to enjoy it too. A lot of times when you're doing too much stuff, you barely even get to enjoy it. I've had several things where I didn't even really get to, I hosted big, huge events. I've had really cool collaborations, doing so much work. People had to tell me uh, how cool it was because I didn't even get the chance to, to be a part of it. And so um, giving yourself time to achieve goals, breathing a little bit, and then focusing on one thing so you can execute it, but be a part of it is really, really important because you did all the work for it. You should be a chance to say, "Hey, this is really cool. I'm excited about this." You don't want to be like me, Madison, and be like, "Oh my god!" Like Facebook literally reminds me. I was like, "Wow, I was doing some <laughs> cool stuff." You know, I was yeah. doing some really cool stuff. I remember it because I was such an ambition to hit these big goals and make all this money that I remember some of the stuff. It's like, "Wow, I really put out some neat stuff." <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I love <laughs> that. Done. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think like as business owners or even just like people going after their passion projects, they hit the milestone and they're like, "All right, what's next?" And then they just exactly. bulldoze everything that they just worked so hard to achieve. And I'm guilty of it, uh, really bad. Like I hit the like most orders in one weekend, and then the next weekend I'm like, "All right, let's let's beat this," without fully enjoying that. I just you know hit that huge milestone that I've been working hard towards. And I love that because I think we need to bring more light to that, that it's okay to just take a break, to relax. And I think this quarantine has taught both of us the rewards of just kind of thinking through your brand and thinking through all your processes and taking that time to really enjoy everything. Um, But on that note, what is next for you? What can we support you in? And where can we follow you?
1: Yes, and I should have tell, told your your listeners too about Cash, who is my colleague slash coworker. Who you? I'm surprised he's been quiet this whole time. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard him just a little bit. I was like, I knew he was gonna get in here. Yeah. Special <laughs> <such> guest. <laughs> yeah, he's such a diva. I swear. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's next for me is that her Texas will officially launch in January, which I'm really excited about. Um, I, um, I'm just really excited and I have been writing too. So that's a, another benefit of COVID is that I really love writing. So, um, I've got a really special feature that's coming out, um, in January and I, where I got to interview all these really cool female investors. Uh, so I was really excited. I hope to do more writing. Um, and Her Texas is Her Texas Co. Um, Her Texas.co. And um, I'm on every social channel. as Jasmine, no E brand. Um, and so I would love for you guys to connect with me
0: there. Um,
1: and our Friday coffee chats will return next month too in January.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. I'll definitely be staying up in tune with all of that and just supporting you. And you have a forever virtual cheerleader. Oh, supporting you. <laughs> and well,
1: Madison, next year we will have to do something for our birthdays. I don't know yes, what. Yes, yes.
0: Literally, you're the first person I've ever met with the same birthday, so I'm so Well, Madison, I
1: told you it's my mom's birthday, too, so we'll have to do a joint. (laughs) Oh,
0: the joint Zoom birthday party, for sure. I would love that. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jasmine, so much for sharing your story. I'm so inspired by you, and I can't wait to see all the amazing things you do.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Madison. I'm excited to see what's next for Full Horizon, too. You had such an amazing year, so I'm sure next year will be even better.